This is The Daily Undoing for Monday, May 20th, 2019. I'm David Cadet, and together with Mark Bobin, we're undoing the way marketing is done. It's a holiday in Canada, Victoria Day, the first long weekend of summer unofficially, and the opening to camping season officially. Today, a cavalcade of recreational vehicles, campers, camper vans, camper trailers towed by big trucks will be making their way back to the city, having spent the weekend in Canada's great outdoors. Here in southern Alberta, campers would have gotten their money's worth from their investment in those rigs, as they would have spent a lot of time inside of them. As usual, Maylong was met with rain, a lot of rain. To us in the In Obvious Always Begs Fascinating Questions department, which we post over social media Friday afternoon, this one is a no-brainer. Why camp? when you know you will get rained on. Well, according to the National Park Service, tradition is the number one reason North Americans camp. If you were raised in a family that camped, chances are you are carrying that torch forward. Exploring nature and digital detox are interconnected reasons given also, although it seems to run contrary to why many campers will rate Wi-Fi as a criteria for selecting a campground. Perhaps digital reduction is a better term. Nonetheless, us non-campers should be thankful for those who do because the total contribution to the Canadian economy stemming from RVing is a staggering $6 billion plus. And if you think most of that comes from RV sales, you would be wrong. A little more than half of it, it turns out, comes from tourism, money spent in the experience of the camping activity. One-third of it is spent on non-travel categories, such as storage and insurance, and that leaves about $1.2 billion of that $6 billion spent on RVs themselves. A significant spend on money and time required for setup, teardown, and regular maintenance and cleaning. The RVer camper will tell you as they pull up in front of their house, uh, returning from a weekend such as the one soaked in the great outdoors in Alberta, that the experience was worth it. Self-concept theory, however, might dispute the number of people who say this because they mean it versus the number who say it because they are chasing an ideal self, which is not necessarily congruent with the real self. Either way, marketing does not discriminate one from the other. That is, RV retailers will happily sell a $50,000 rig to a couple who actually wants it just as easily as to a couple who thinks they want it or must have it, whether to fulfill the needs of an ideal self or to keep up with the Joneses. And this is not an indictment of marketing, although it does support one of our more blunt definitions of the term, the observation and exploitation of human behavior. Just some truth-telling to gently usher you back into another work week, here on The Daily Undoing.